Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you finding it hard keeping things to yourself? Well, me too <laughs> in my life. So today I want to share with you the power of vulnerability and how I personally used it in, in a certain way to really increase my self-esteem. And if you stay until the end, I have an extra special point for you then as well. Now, are you looking to enhance your self-esteem and confidence with every single episode? Well, ensure you're fully in the loop and don't miss out on any valuable insights. All you got to do is click on the link in the show notes below now for that essential booze and exclusive extra tip, keeping you confidently ahead. So that's linked below for you to access now. So I've, well, I've had a really couple of rocky years, to be honest, 2022, 2023. So I'm really excited for 2024. And actually, I can see the beauty in some of the challenges I went through in uh, 2022 and 2023 now because they really helped me grow and like keeping stuff to myself didn't do me any favors and it's something it's always a skill in progress I'm trying to work on and I know there's there's other people who struggle with this as well um so I just wanted to talk about how how vulnerability has been useful for me one thing I, I've done is like hired coaches and I've always been transparent with my coaches as much as possible because Honestly, I don't think you can, for me personally, I can't move as, as much if I'm not honest with myself and I'm not honest where I am. It's like, how are you able to move forward if you don't know where you are? And as someone who's also got like a, a business sort of sales um, background as well, when people are not like transparent with their numbers, where they are, where they want to go, it's, it's, you know, it's, I can't really serve them because ultimately if you don't know where you are, how, how can you identify where, well, how can you identify how far you are from where you want to go? So for me, I always try and be transparent. I try and, you know, walk my talk as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I want to be talking about vulnerability today. And, you know, I've shared some stories on the podcast because I'm a human being, I'm going through a growth experience, uh, you know, a, one of my mentors said life is not a comfort centric experience. It's a growth centric experience. And that involves being uncomfortable as well. And I think knowing we need to be uncomfortable is a difference between knowing it and actually living and doing it as well. Now I hired a one-to-one -one coach and a purpose coach to go deeper. And I've really found benefits from that. I've also found challenges if I'm honest with, with being vulnerable as well. When I shared it to the wrong people. Now I don't mean again, this cannot unfortunately happen that you share. And I thought I was on a group call when I heard a, a story about someone who shared vulnerability and it got exposed and that's not good. Um, I'm not talking about that though. I'm talking more when I've been vulnerable with someone and they've not heard me, they've not received it. They've put their own views and they just not listened to me. And that's why I really make an intention to hear and hold space for someone. And it's not always easy. It's, it's a skill. It's a really 
it's a it's a real good skill to master it it takes a lot of practice though like any skill to really receive and understand someone it's not telling them advice it's not like telling them you should do this and this it's just being present and really hearing them and it's it's an essential skill that i'm really trying to master and i've made that intention in 2024 vulnerability for me is bringing parts that may be holding holding a lot of guilt and shame in your life uh if you there's a there's a great diagram to sort of demonstrate what talent you can look at if you like it's called the map of consciousness by dr david hawkins and what this really talks about is the levels of consciousness which are kind of like how we feel in life and actually if you're living more in a, a lot closer to an enlightenment you're gonna you're gonna have like peace love and experiencing them and as human beings we can be up and down but dominantly we live somewhere and there's things like courage it's a bit lower but it's still good but the, at the bottom of that map is shame and guilt and actually they can really destroy us they can really hurt us and for me vulnerability is an opportunity to really bring some of those dark things into the light so they have less power over me the way in which i do that depends though like it's going to vary and I wanted to share that with you today. I want to ask you, though, how does it help when you've got all these dark things, all these things hidden in you in this darkness and this shadow and you just don't feel good? Well, for me, it's been a real, real struggle in my life. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Some tips on how I found vulnerability useful. So let's go through it. First of all, it's really important to find the right person. And I don't mean, when I say that, it sounds like I'm talking about finding your partner, your soulmate, your love of your life. I'm not. I'm talking about finding at least one person that you can be vulnerable to. And one real good uh, thing for me is in coaches, you can get experts who are really good at this. So my one-to-one -one somatic coach is a great guy. And he does a lot of men's work, helps men work through their challenges. And he's really good at holding space for like other men, letting them ex express their feelings. And I found I'm really heard. I feel I'm never judged. I feel I'm really understood. He's just super present. It's really, really good. Whilst if I tell like some of my best mates, like they're looking all over the place, they're looking at what they're going to answer, even if they got that kindness to kind of listen. Luckily, I've got a lot of people like that. So the difference is like I've you know I've got this coach who really specialises in this. And he's able to hold it. Now, there are other people like, you know, a few, probably a handful of people I know as well, mainly in the personal growth world, if I'm honest, that are really good at holding space for me. OK, and I like to hold space for other people, too, where possible. Not too much. I have my boundaries, not where I can just like give people advice left, right and centre, you know, uh, but I like to share my stories on this so I can reach more people. But find the right person at, or pers people, but person at least that you feel like you can be vulnerable with. And there's even like free hotline, things like Samaritans, where if you've got a real challenge in your head, you can share out loud. And people are trained to actually listen and hear you and, and give you some kind of connection. The second thing, if you're, if you're finding it hard to express, maybe write it down, even if you want to write electronically, I find it's useful in like past dating relationship situations when I want to share something out of my chest, I've written it down a little bit before. Um, not so much that it's scripted when I'm talking, 
but like just so I can like see how it feels and I can communicate in the best way. Um, and that doesn't just mean in a, in a romantic sense, it can be multiple sense as well. The third thing is pat yourself on the back, praise yourself when you are vulnerable, because that's so courageous. That's amazing. And if you like feel guilty, it's you're not going to be inspired to do it again much, right? But if you pat yourself on the back and praise, it makes you want to do more of it. Now, there's obviously a line with vulnerability. There's not like if you had like a serious health problem or like you had a real knockback or a horrible like dating experience or something like that. Maybe you don't want to go shout it from the roof. That's not what I'm talking about. Like I said, at least one person you can quietly and privately share it with. But like praise yourself and pat yourself on the back because that's going to encourage you to do more of that. And then the fourth thing. Have compassion if you have what's known as a vulnerability hangover. A vulnerability hangover is when you are vulnerable to someone and it doesn't necessarily mean they react badly. They can maybe respond how you didn't want them to. I've I've unfortunately seen it uh, and it really hurt me because, you know, I, I was connecting with someone who was very close to me and she shared something with me and because it was over message, I, you know, I wanted to talk more, like, and that's all I meant. Yet she had this vulnerability hangover of like, oh my God, I've just shared it with him and uh, I'm going to withdraw it. And she started apologizing, like, I shouldn't have shared that. And I just like, I felt, I, you know, I just wanted to have the conversation with her and make her feel safe. You know, could I have handled it better? I, I don't know. But I've seen that expressed from other people and I've also felt it myself. So fun, if you have a vulnerability hangover, just give yourself that compassion. Just give yourself that compassion and love. And if the person really doesn't genuinely receive it, well, maybe they're not the right person in your life or a right person, one of the right people in your life. But just give yourself that little bit of compassion that comes back to the previous point. Praise yourself, congratulate yourself. Give yourself a hug for the courage you just expressed. Now, I've got an extra point, uh, a real useful hack that I found to work through uh, building self-love with myself so that I feel like I can be more open and vulnerable with people. But just before we get onto that, I wanted to say that if you want to stay on top of every episode, you can just hit the link below. Not only will you never miss out on every episode but you'll also receive weekly insights designed to nurture your self-confidence self-esteem and mindset so join us and embark on a journey of personal growth by hitting that link below in the show notes okay my extra point that i found really useful and i've coached people through this as well five minutes a day for a week minimum you're going to write as many things examples of kindness in your life both you doing for other people and other people to you and if you're really struggling just examples of kindness you've seen in society because there are examples like that just do that for five minutes a day maybe it's like uh someone said hello to you maybe someone gave you a smile maybe you donated to charity a while back maybe you opened the held the door for someone just the smallest of things, because what that does, it really allows us to connect to 
this feeling of trust and love a lot more. And therefore, it builds that capacity, I find, to be more vulnerable and be more open with people as well. The more you train and ask your questions about, let me say that again, my brain's going a bit dead. The more you train your brain that it's okay to be vulnerable and share with certain people, the more it's going to do that. And you do that by asking these kind of questions. So that's an extra point I've got for you then as well. So five minutes a day, write down as many examples of kindness, both from you to others, others to you, or if you want to, like examples of kindness you see as well, because that will make that feeling of trust and love grow greater. So that's what I got for you today on today's episode. I appreciate you for being here. You're improving other people's lives for being the best you. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.